the blast from our past network. You know, Elle, if I may call you that, I have been doing a little snooping around, and it seems that the cartels have quite a price on your head. I wouldn't want to be you. Tell me, is there anyone who doesn't want you dead? Tell me. I need you to kill the man. Al, you really must try this because it's uh what could be? It is a slow roasted pork, nothing fancy, just happens to be my favorite. And I order it with the tequila and lime in every dive I go to in this country. And honestly, that is the best it's ever been anywhere. In fact, it's too good. It is so good that when I'm finished with it, I'll pay my check, walk straight into the kitchen, and shoot the cook. Because that's what I do. I restore the balance to this country. And that is what I would like from you right now. To help me keep the balance by pulling the trigger. Do you want me to shoot the cook? No, I'll shoot the cook. My car's parked out back anyway. You will kill Marquez. Talking back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim. With me is co-host, Dean. Hey, Dean. What's going on? Welcome. Hey. Hiya. Hey, Tim. Hey, yo. Hiya. Hiya. hey yo. What's up? Hello. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. I feel very welcomed. Thank you. You feel very welcomed? Just because I said... Yeah. Was it all the hi-os and hey-os? It was a good intro. You had you you uh, you made me feel welcome. Great. Hey, guess what? What? Summer is here. It's in full swing. It is. This is true. Yes. It's hot as hell in the studio. Yeah. S- even sweating. I, even I, Tim, am feeling a little bit hot. Yeah. In in my studio, I turned on a light right before we started, and it is hot. heating me up right now. It's very hot. It's hot. Hot. Humid. Humid. Cover the vents Warm. up so I don't get any AC, and I'm just I'm sweating in this room. You're covering your vents up. Yeah, I cover I cover the vents up so that there's no uh, there's no sound of uh, the AC coming into the room because it's literally right behind me, so it'd be blowing directly into the mic. Good call. I thought you were just doing that to like be part of the. Uh, oh yeah, that too. This, this studio's heat wave that always happens. In Moral the support. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm pretty here for you. <laughs> pretty soon I'll be rubbing the sweat out of my eyes. So get ready for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, we have a good movie lined up for this type of heat. Yep. Uh, that's true. Roughly a year ago, we covered El Mariachi and Desperado. And then we forgot about Once Upon a Time in Mexico. So. Like everyone did. Like we always do. Wait, no, wait, yeah. wait, what? No. I think a lot of people, uh, I think a lot of people have missed out on this one. I think a lot of people know what El Mariachi and Desperado are. But maybe didn't catch this one. Okay. Well, if you're one of those people, uh, go check it out. Great movie. Uh, and sorry for the delay. We were, like, so excited about El Mariachi. Do you remember how excited we were about that movie? Yeah. And then we just I rolled do, that do. into Desperado. And we yeah. were just so excited about the Mexico trilogy. And then we're like, oh, let's just forget about the third one. Let's take a break. Yeah, Let's take, take a break from that. The, I think, you know what I think happened is 
you know, I think summer ended, and then there was that was it for Once Upon a Time in Mexico. We we needed to yeah. wait until the heat came back to cover this movie. It makes sense. It totally makes sense. So uh, I love this movie. Just so you know, so everybody listening cool. knows. I mean, I've probably seen it easy 20, 25 times. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know you loved it so much. Okay, this cool. This was one I had on DVD, and I binged it back in the day. Okay, like, nice. A period nice. over like two or three months where whenever I needed something to watch, I threw this in. But I haven't seen it in Very a nice. while, and mm-hmm. it still holds up. Cool. Nice. Yeah. I like it. What's your history with this movie? Um, My only history, so I was... A uh, huge Desperado kid. Absolutely loved Desperado. Watched it all the time. It was my, it was my Once Upon a Time Mexico for you, because um, I just had it on DVD. Watched it probably twenty or more times. Always watching it when I was a teenager. Um, I went to this one in theaters when it came out. Um, I don't really remember the year. I'm sure you'll you'll tell us. But two thousand and three. Three. Okay, I was gonna say four. So okay, two thousand and three. Uh, went to it in theaters, and that is the last time I saw it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So I was uh, happy to revisit it. You, for the podcast, Dean, yeah. were one of the people who forgot about it. Yeah, <laughs> I am one of them. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a just two. It's a two movie series. Well, no, it's a three. Did you like it when you saw it? What, what was your vibe? Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Like I was, I was just so into like Desperado that I felt like it was a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a different path for for it to take you know it was just like a it's a, it's got a kind of a different feel to the movie than desperado even though like the action is very similar um and so i didn't find myself as into it as i was with desperado so that's why it just kind of dropped i guess out of off my radar um until now yeah until i until i watched it now i do like how robert rodriguez changed the feel of each movie in this trilogy yeah I thought that was very interesting and it kept things very fresh because I think if you stick exactly to the formula uh, of any one of these, it's going to get boring. So the fact that he could just change things up the way he did with still keeping the essence of, of what this, this is all about. Yeah. I think he did a good job. Yeah. I think if you go like one, two, three, watch him, um, don't wait a year between two and three. Uh, but if you go one, two, three, uh, it's a good evolution. You know, it's, it's they're all different things. They're all going a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. Uh, I really think, yeah, they fit nicely together as well. I think it's really good. I think for me, after watching two 25 times, I went to the theater to just see two again. Like, that's yeah. all I wanted out of it was just Desperado. I just wanted Desperado again, and it wasn't that. So then I was like, oh, I'll just keep watching Desperado. Um, but yeah, this I, I, I appreciated it this time around um, of how different it is and the different kind of style movie it is. It was It's very fitting, I think, for 2003's style of movies that were out there. It's Desperado and more. It's, yeah. um, it's maybe like, I don't know, one-third Desperado and then two-thirds new stuff. Like just new ideas, kind of yeah. new filming style, new, new concepts. But yeah. it definitely has the Desperado that you were looking for in it, for sure. For sure, yeah, it does. It does have that, which is some of my favorite parts of the movies right. when they're doing just Desperado stuff. Oh man, and they really like amped it up. <laughs> it's even it's the Desperado stuff in this is better than the Desperado stuff in in Desperado. Yeah, exactly. There were way more characters in this movie than the previous movies, yeah. which for me it's sometimes hard to follow. Like lots of characters, but I thought the movie did a good job of introducing everybody slowly and in a way that 
it made it easy to understand their motivations. It was just kind of like, here's a character, here's what they're all about, uh, understand that, and now we'll move on to someone else. And it was very straightforward. Um, I like the way they did it. And then later in the movie, they throw a bunch of twists in with all the characters. So it, just, yeah. it was very easy to digest. Yeah, it's one of those movies that um, multiple storylines going on, multiple characters with all their their different motivations, and then you know stuff's going to kind of come together at the end. Everybody's like motivations are all and like ending up at the same place, and everyone's doing everything in like the final act, um, which is fun movies. I love those, and they're kind of what was going on in the, after like Ocean's the Ocean's movies. You know, there's kind of that type of thing was kind of going on where like lots of characters. I mean, that's not really the same thing, but there's lots of characters, and they all are doing their own thing. And uh, I found myself liking even some of the smaller characters in this movie. Oh, for sure. Like the most. Like, yeah, yeah like even the most. Yeah. Yeah. Now our synopsis. Hitman El Mariachi becomes involved in international espionage involving a psychotic CIA agent and a corrupt Mexican general. So that works for me. That works. Now released in 2003 with a budget of 29 million, this movie grosses 99 million. So I'd say good stuff there. Tripling your budget? It's good Definitely. stuff. Just yeah. about cracked 100 million. Now, produced by Robert Rodriguez, written by Robert Rodriguez, directed by Robert Rodriguez, edited by Robert Rodriguez, music by Robert Rodriguez. Cinematography. Who who did it, Dean? Um, Robert Rodriguez? He did, in fact. Do it. What? Nice. He did it. He's been very hands-on in this whole trilogy. Yeah. But, dude, come on. He just goes to another level here. He did all those things. It's amazing. I wasn't expecting... Like, obviously, El Mariachi... He was doing all those things, and that's because they had no money at all. And he was just like... He wasn't even doing all doing... those things. He was doing some of those things. Yeah, to see it get all the way to this one, all the way with the big budget. The bigger the movie that gets, he's still covering everything. He's still doing everything. I love at the beginning, it said, I think, shot, chopped, and scored by Robert Rodriguez, which I thought was really cool. Like, you think by the time he gets to the third one, maybe he would like lay off a bit and just bring other people in. But he leans in even uh, so harder. Was... He's like, I, yeah. I've got to do this my way. I've got to finish this trilogy. Everything has to go down perfectly. I'm doing everything. I don't yeah. I don't know of another movie where the producer was the writer, who was the director, who also edited, who did the music and the cinematography. It's bonkers. And, and the budget was 30 million. Yeah, and it was a big budget movie with like yeah. A-list actors. Oh, yeah, a lot of them. Um, it was every time his name kept popping up, I was just like, Oh, what? Still? He's still doing that? Do he did that too? Did everything. Great. It should have just said at the beginning, everything done by Robert Rodriguez. And let's yes. just move on. Let's get to the action. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you can think of, he did it. Yeah. Now uh, uh main grip, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coffee Craft Services. R R Craft <laughs> Services, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Invoicing Robert Rodriguez, right? Paychecks, right, yeah. Robert Rodriguez, exactly. Yeah, security, Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> what else? What else is on the movie set? Uh, I Gaff, think that's it. Gaffer, I think that makes Robert it. That's Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, lighting, Robert Rodriguez. 
Yeah. Hydrate uh, hydration. General hydration, hydration yeah. of cr- crew. Yeah. Robert Rodriguez. It's important. It was a hot one. Yeah, well, it was shot in Mexico. Oh, wow. Uh, what do you mean, oh, wow? <laughs> it's called Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yeah, I don't know. If I had said it was shot in Alaska, you can give me an oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> they really made it look like Mexico. <laughs> oh, wow. It was shot in Mexico? Just trying to be enthusiastic, <laughs> I appreciate it, Dean. Thank you. <laughs> in writing the music... Rodriguez requested the main actors give him a four or eight note melody for their character. And he would in turn make that into a theme for them, which I think is deadly cool. That rules. That's awesome. I love it. And Johnny Depp, the amazing guy that he is, created an entire track for him. Just made a track for his character. Nice. Awesome. Now, a very fun cast in this movie. Antonio Banderas, Salma Hayek, Danny Trejo, and Cheech Marin are all back. Joining them are Johnny Depp, Mickey Rourke, Eva Mendez, Ruben Blades, and Willem Dafoe. Come on. Yeah, I know. It's a cast. As it was rolling. As it was rolling on the screen. Just more. Just more and more. What, you? You too? You're in this? Yeah. You're in this too? Amazing. So good. So how does this movie only cost $29 million? Yeah. They must be all his friends. Maybe. They're doing it for uh, doing it for cheap. I guess all you have to do is pay the actors and actresses because Rodriguez did everything else. He did everything else. Yeah, exactly. So a great opening scene as always with these movies. Johnny Depp, who's playing a CIA agent named Sands... Now, here's one thing that I'm going to do with this walkthrough. I'm not calling people by their character names. I'm calling them by their actor names because nobody will be able to follow along. I shouldn't say nobody, but it'll be hard to follow along with all these character names that you have no idea who they are. If I just say one time that Johnny Depp's character's name is Sans, fuck off with all that. I'm going to go... Mostly names. There's a couple characters where I give their character name, but it's a little, it's a mishmash Great. of stuff. Yeah, it's it's going to be fine. Just take my word It's going it. to be fine. Yeah. I'm going to be using the actor's names. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to be doing, Perfect. Tim. Perfect. So Johnny Depp is talking to Cheech Marin, who recommends the mariachi to Johnny Depp. And Cheech tells us a story of a General Marquez. And then we see a flashback to a bar where General Marquez is asking to see Antonio Banderas, who's obviously playing the mariachi, play his guitar to confirm that he's just a mariachi. I love that. Classic. That's one of yeah, exactly. Classic. It's in all the movies. Show me your just a mariachi. Because we're we're mm-hmm. looking for this mysterious figure, always looking. Uh, this this legend of this guy with this, these guns in his case, and he's murdering everybody. So show me you're not him. And we're always like, what's it going to look like when he opens <laughs> the case? What's it going to be? So I like this. Yeah, and then I like that he pulls out a guitar, and yeah. they upped it in this one because it's not that there's guns in the case. It's that the guitar yeah. itself is a machine gun and a grenade yeah. launcher. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. So he yeah. starts blowing, well, he starts playing the guitar for a second, then starts blowing a the bit, shit yeah. out of Marquez and his men and the bar. 
but the mariachi ends up getting captured. And then we see Salma Hayek back as Carolina. And she's also turned badass assassin here because she kills the remaining men in the bar and then shoots General Marquez. Great. Very, very fun action. Lots of explosions, yeah. people flying around on wires. Great start. But Cheech tells us that Marquez didn't die. So that's our that's the problem here. Right. When you shoot someone and they don't die and they're a general, they seem to come back for revenge. Right. Yeah. You you need them dead. You're gonna need that person dead. <laughs> yeah. So back to Johnny Depp and Cheech. And Cheech tells him if the mariachi is still alive, that's who he'll want to use for help. Now, great line here where Cheech asks for his money. 10000 that they agreed for this information. And uh, Depp says, well, he couldn't find a briefcase small enough for $10,000. So he gives Cheech the money in a Clash of the Titans lunchbox. Great. <laughs> Great. And Depp asks why he only wanted 10 when he was offered 50. Mm. Cheech says 50 was a lot for the information that he was asking for. And Depp may have just decided to kill him instead of paying him. Mm-hmm. That's great. I like that. That's fun writing. Yeah. Cheech says 10 is civilized. And Depp says uh, 10 might still be too much. <laughs> <laughs> love I it. love it. It's yeah. great. I thought yeah. for sure he was going to kill him right there. Oh, yeah. Then Cheech leaves and we see Johnny Depp pull a fake arm off that's holding a spoon like he's eating cool. revealing yeah. his real arm is under the table holding a gun very cool and that's basically your intro to this movie yeah incredible introduction to johnny depp's character who's new he's new for the for this movie um he's your big name in the movie uh, he's your he's your number one a guy I think at this point in time, and uh, it's a great intro for him. It's just it's so fun. Like you were saying, all that you had to say all the those lines of dialogue because they're so fun. They're so great. It's such a great intro. It's the it's the fun stuff that Rodriguez likes to put in his writing. It's like the guys are kind of saying cool stuff, but it's also like fun stuff. You know, it's like yeah. it's it's just really good. Fit really well with the start of the movie. Um, set the tone for the movie. You got the action scene at the beginning. You got this fun interaction. Definitely feels like a desperado el mariachi type of um scene type of type of discussion with between these two it's just another another fun thing happening and especially with you know cheech marin in there he's always on the other end of these of these fun talks at the beginning of the movie <laughs> yeah. um so yeah i just like i'm loving it right away you know i'm just i'm just loving what it's given me yeah this is definitely one of my top johnny depp roles I just I yeah. love him it, so much. It's a good Johnny Depp role. Yeah, he does I like such it a great job. He's just he's in his yeah. prime here, and man, yeah. he's just owning it. Yeah, it's like when it starts, I'm like, oh, he's not just always like Captain Jack Sparrow or doing something insane, which is like kind of what he does now. He just does like these right. wild, big, super big roles, and I'm like, oh yeah, there was like a time where he was just like doing a role, you yeah. know, just he's like a regular actor, but just like killing it. Um, so I was really enjoying him. Yep. Yeah, I mean, in this intro, they established some of the old favorite tropes of the series 
and you know they introduced us to a brand new character in Johnny Depp. I really yeah. liked it. Um, they pay that whole arm thing off later when he actually does kill Cheech with it, which it's I thought good. was yeah. which was I thought it was great because I you kind of felt like it might happen there because when he yeah. when he takes his <laughs> when he takes that arm off, you're kind of thinking why didn't he kill him? Yeah. So when it does happen later, that's pretty good. Yeah, it is good because you're like, oh, I guess he's just always prepared. Like, because why didn't he actually shoot him? So I, I do like, uh, I do like that he didn't, and then we get it later. Yeah, in an interview uh, with Johnny Depp, he touched on where he drew his motivation for this character from, and he said the idea behind Sands is there was a guy I used to know in Hollywood in the business who, on the outside, was very charming soft-spoken and almost hypnotic in the rhythm he used to speak. He refused to call me Johnny, always called me John. You knew this guy was aiming to fuck you over, but somehow you stuck around because he was just so fascinating to watch. So that's him. That's, <laughs> that, that is exactly who we get in this movie. Yeah. Like he yeah. channeled whoever that guy's energy was into this character so perfectly, if that's what he was going for. Yeah, for sure. This movie is going to bounce around between a lot of characters, a lot of different stories. Uh, I find myself uh, and in those moments being very like, oh, yes, back to this person or, OK, we're at this person. I wish we could go back to someone else. Depp was always one that I was just like, ah, yes, OK, we're back to this guy. Let's go. Let's see what he's up to. For sure. But that's a great point is it didn't matter who they went to. I, I was always into it. I would probably say my least interested character w would be Willem Dafoe, who's a yeah. great a great actor and a great character in this yeah. movie, but falls a bit flat, you know, when surrounded by all of these other great characters. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it like actually has a pretty complicated story as well. Like they really tried to go for something pretty big with the story. Um, so maybe we should just kind of like go through who the players are and kind of I think high so. level what's going on here. So, I think so, yeah. You, of course, have Antonio Banderas as the mariachi, and Carolina is with him, and also his two bandmates are on his side, as usual. Yeah. There is Willem Dafoe as Barillo, and he's the main bad guy. He has Mickey Rourke. He has this General Marquez. He has Danny Trejo, and he has Eva Mendez. You have Johnny Depp, and he's a CIA agent, and he has Danny Trejo for a bit. Right. He has retired FBI agent Ruben Blades, and he Great. sort of has the mariachi, and he thinks he has Eva Mendez. So yeah. there's some of these intertwining <laughs> storylines going on. Yeah. And then you have Ruben Blades, who, as I mentioned, is sort of like, he's not with Johnny Depp. He's sort of being manipulated by Johnny Depp. But then he gets into like a team up with Mickey Rourke, one of the bad guys. Yeah. So lots of, you know, weird combinations happening. Lots of people start out on one side and then you, you learn yeah. that they end up working on the other side. It's, it's very interesting, but um, definitely the first time going through it, you're kind of confused at a few things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The first time going through it, you could be confused. Um, 
just even figuring out like kind of the hierarchy of everything you just yeah. broke it down really well where you know who's on top and who's with who um just knowing that going into it is just really makes it a lot easier just knowing kind of like what you just broke down the kind of three sides the three different groups that are together and sometimes people flop to the other ones sometimes they're moving around but just to know that those are like the core um groups trying to figure out and, and trying to like um execute their plans so Danny Trejo and his gang come to a town to pick up the mariachi who gives himself up after they kill an old man friend of his. And man, did they blow the shit out of that old man. I know. He what? went flying. What? That, yeah, That was a great and painful looking stunt. Yeah, for sure. And you know why... Uh... Uh, Antonio Banderas, El Mariachi is going to give himself up after seeing that. Like it was so brutal. It's like, oh yeah. yeah, um, that was wow. Guy went flying. A lot of people go flying in this movie, and I really like it. I like I it. Really like. I like when people go. Fly- I like when the action's over the top and people go flying. I'm pretty sure Robert Rodriguez was in charge of strapping the rocket to that chair and then lighting it. <laughs> yes, because yes, that's he was, that's yeah. how fast and powerful that guy got pulled backwards in his chair, just like a rocket. Wow. Just yeah. ripped him away. It was brutal. Man, that stunt must have hurt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no way around it. I do like here how dangerous they show us the mariachi is by the respect that Trejo's gang gives him. Because when they drive off, the mariachi's sitting in the back of a truck, and there's five guys right beside him with machine guns pointed right at him. Like, yeah. he's got zero space. And then there's two more pickup trucks full of guys with machine guns following behind. So loved that. But yet I still got the feeling that the mariachi could have escaped if he wanted to. He's fine. I felt like he wanted to go. Otherwise, he he would have escaped that situation. I had that feeling, too. He's walking into, like, this crowd of guys with guns giving himself up. And I'm like, he wants to do this. He's fine. He's in the right position here. Uh, I do. I do also want to mention because uh, this is sort of where it happens. Is uh, the guitar the guitar that he got from like basically the man that got blown away? This all these movies have this like love of guitars, and you can really feel it. And I just feel it in this one too, which I thought could have disappeared by this movie. You know, by the third movie with the big budget, the really love of the guitar I felt could have disappeared, and it didn't. That could, they he took such care with that guitar that they made for him. He played a song on it, and I just felt that love and connection with that guitar. Uh, and so I I just appreciated that in this third movie still. Yeah, that's a good point. He's like he caresses it and he he really yeah. cares for that guitar. He's very gentle with it, but you know, you can you can tell that in the short time he has it, he's memorized every inch of it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So Danny Trejo takes the mariachi to Johnny Depp who's eating in a restaurant, and Depp tells the mariachi he wants him to kill General Marquez after Marquez kills the president of Mexico. And then Depp goes into the kitchen and kills the chef because the pork that he makes is too good. Now, I always thought this was a weird choice for this movie. It's a really great shot. Like, I love the way they do the camera, just following Depp into the kitchen, shooting this chef in cold blood. It makes it feel very weird and uncomfortable. But I never liked this. I didn't like it when I watched it the first time, like my my first viewing for this podcast. Uh, I didn't like it. I thought it was super weird. 
On my second viewing, I got a little bit of a different perspective, which I'm not sure is true. I was just trying to figure out what this scene is and why they're doing this. Well, he's the CIA CIA agent. I know he's like a slime ball and he's trying to work things, but why would he actually shoot this chef? It doesn't make much sense. He gets uh, Antonio Banderas to try the pork and Antonio Banderas spits it out. And I think that means that it's actually not good. And he was lying about it being good and having to kill the chef because it was good. And he's just there to kill the chef for some other reason. And he just wanted to make it like make it scary for for Antonio Banderas just being like, I'm going to kill this chef because this is too good. Like this food's too good and I'm going to kill him. I feel like he was there to kill him for a different reason. And then he was just like kind of making up that story. It's possible. I don't know, but like Antonio Banderas spits it out, so it can't be that good. Well, yeah, I know. I never took it like that. I always took him spitting it out like Johnny Depp is this foreigner who's come to Mexico and wouldn't know what good pork tastes like. Like the mariachi would know what good pork tastes like because he's lived there his whole life. So I always thought Johnny Depp's taste for the Mexican pork was off. Right. Right. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, no, that 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 makes sense, too. It's just then why would he go kill him? Well, it's just because it's too good for him. It's like too good of pork for just him. I, I don't know. It was. I think it is. It is in what he's saying. He, he's like, I know the the balance and, and that yeah. th- that he does something like that later in the movie as well, which which yeah. supports that. So I, I think he is just like, yeah, he's a, he's a little bit messed up. He but he, yeah. he believes that he has to kind of balance the universe. And when he. Some, when he sees something in his eyes that is, you know, too good to be true or uh, something that's unfair, you know, as in the situation coming up, he has to balance that out. That's like his purpose. Uh, I yeah. think that's even what he's doing with his grand scheme of like, you know, yeah. he's trying to balance things out. Yeah, he's trying to steal some money at the same time, but he's all about balance and equality. No, that's yeah. That is a good point too, because he doesn't do really any of this stuff himself. He's getting other people to do it because I think he thinks like that's how it should be done. This person needs to kill that person, then you need to kill this person from revenge, and that's it's all going to work itself out. And in the end, it's going to be the way I want it. Uh, yeah, I, I I think it is. I do think the moment is what I took the first time, and that is just kind of yucky that he goes back and kills this kills this cook, and he's just he's just kind of a crazy guy, you know. He's just like kind of wild guy unpredictable maybe you're drawn in by his charisma and this is to show you bad guy i think so i think that's what they're going for yeah Yeah, that he's like yeah he's a cia agent yeah he's a cia agent but he's not like he's not on the level there's something off with him yeah so yeah i don't like it but that's the way i'm supposed to feel i think then a super fun scene where the mariachi wakes up with carolina and they're chained together, and they have to escape from General Marquez's men. And not only was this a great action sequence, but this worked really, really good in the movie because any time we've seen Carolina up to this point, it's been in a flashback. And they've usually been quick, um, but they stayed on this one for like a full sequence, which was a surprise at this yeah. point in the movie to us. Uh, the scene was quite unrealistic, which was fine because this movie is so outrageous, but it was shot really, really well. Like You see the mariachi and Carolina wake up, uh, chained together. They see Marquez's men shooting from across the street, so they have to make their way out the window, 
and down five stories on the outside of this building while being shot at by multiple guys with their wrists chained together by maybe a, a six-foot chain. And, it, you know, it kind of ends with them on top of a runaway bus. The driver has jumped out. The bus slams into a gasoline truck. Like, of course, there's a gasoline truck yeah. there. Just to create, yeah, just to create this huge explosion so the two of them can jump off the top of the bus and have a giant ball of flame behind them, you know, similar right. to what we saw in Desperado. So yeah. it's very purposefully over the top to create like a very cinematic scene. But damn, was it ever fun to watch. So much fun. Uh, one of the highlights uh, for me, this scene Super unrealistic. Doesn't matter. I mean, when you're shooting a guy and they're going flying, like that's already super unrealistic. Um, it's just fun. It's just a fun scene there. Like you said, they're tied together by this chain. They have to get five stories down, but the chain's only whatever, six feet long. So they keep swinging each other down it. Like, so it's some high, it goes down and she's swinging and dangling. She gets to somewhere and then Antonio Banderas swings down a little lower. Then he swings her down. It's really fun. It's just, I, I loved it. I love the, the, choreography i guess of the sequence of how they're going making their way down the different things they have to land on uh really fun stuff my one of my biggest like beefs with the movie is just the selma hayek you know character just not just not enough for me of her i, I really liked her in desperado and you know she doesn't even get really a lot of speaking lines in the movie she's in a lot of these flashbacks um so i really liked this part because like you said it was longer it was one of those extended sequences that we got with her um so i was uh i was loving this i was loving this part and you could tell that explosion, you could tell that was not as real as the first one because remember right. they, they yeah. actually were getting burned in the first yeah, one. Their hair I got think, burned. I yeah. think it cut away. Yeah, it cut away from it pretty quickly, and I was like, okay, that's good. I think that one was safe for them. Yeah, I don't think any of them would have agreed to do that explosion from Desperado. No, I don't. Again. Think, I don't think so. Yeah. Yikes. Well, they follow that scene up with another really great scene in a church where the mariachi gets cornered by a bunch of guys that actually Johnny Depp has sent as like a test yeah. to see how good the yeah. mariachi is. So right. um, anything you want to touch on there in that scene? Uh, I was just, I was shocked at what was going on because he was talking to Johnny Depp. And then all of a sudden Johnny Depp just like left and there was guys shooting at him. I'm like, did Johnny Depp just sneak out of there or what did he send these guys? And then, yeah, it's a, it was a test. So it's just, this whole thing was for a test. It was, uh, I guess the, the, the stuff I like here is, uh, like climbing up, climbing up the church, um, walls and stuff, basically like climbing up the molding to get like up to the balcony. There's just a lot of fun stuff that happens up that balcony going kind of from the top down from the bottom up They they, they use the levels there uh, really well. Yeah, that's true. Um, the mariachi looked like a vampire going up the first time. He did. He was climbing the wall. Yeah, because they only cut to him when he's near the top. And they made yeah. it look like he almost just jumped up that high and was then scaling Definitely. the wall. But then I like right. that they did show one of the bad guys following him up. So yeah. they, they, they gave this level of mysticism to it. But then they took it away by showing another guy climbing. I thought that was really neat. And then, yeah, yeah. coming back down, like Depp like, shoots a guy over a railing so he starts falling down and then you know comes over the railing and shoots him again to like make his velocity three times yeah. as fast hitting the ground because right. his shotgun blast has hit him and we've already seen yeah. what shotgun blasts do to people in this movie that destroys yeah. them and then he jumps down and just great camera work you know 
really really cool stuff going on this is where he breaks that guitar uh because the guy who made it has placed a gun in it for him yeah and he's just been carrying it around with him for this moment when he might need a gun and here it is so he breaks the guitar and pulls out a gun really really great stuff good stuff yeah now johnny depp meets with reuben blades who i mean come on man this guy was so good in this movie Wow, he almost My he almost stole the show. I mean, I, he's, I gotta, for me, he's for. Go ahead, you you've got him. I've got to go with Depp. For me, I have him. Depp is there. Depp's right there. But this guy, in this like lined up cast of just like a listers, and then this guy. I just like, okay, here's another character. I don't know how long he'll be in it. Stole the show so for me. Good. Like he was my favorite part. Every time the screen, every time the camera was on him, I was like, yes, let's go. I love this guy. Yeah, he's great. Depp is manipulating him by reminding him that uh, Barillo, Willem Dafoe's character, tortured his old partner and killed him. So that's how he's yeah. using that information to use uh, Ruben Blades here. Yeah. Then a fun scene at a bullfight where Depp is talking to one of the president's men and trying to pay him off to turn on the president. And as we mentioned before, Depp, who's obsessed with restoring order and balance to the universe, wants to help the bull because it's wounded and tired before the matador even steps in the ring. And he doesn't think that's fair. So Depp has the matador shocked and the bull destroys him. Yep. And great costume choice here for Johnny Depp who's wearing a CIA shirt. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's the best. <laughs> it's just so hiding in plain sight. Uh, it's great. Uh, Depp, it's amazing. Depp convinces this president's guy to turn on him and Depp pays him with the money that he made betting on the bull. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Great. He goes and collects it and just gives yeah. it to this guy. Oh, yeah. so fun. Now, Depp and Eva Mendez's characters, they seem to have some sort of a history. And Depp wants to take the 20 million pesos that Barillo is going to pay Marquez for killing the president. And he wants to share it with Eva Mendez. Now, Danny Trejo leaves Depp here and he goes to work for Barillo now. Trejo captures the mariachi and gives him to Barillo who has Trejo killed. And then the mariachi is able to escape. This was a weird scene because I thought Danny Trejo's entire character progression was strange. I, I feel yeah. like he was in the movie because he was in Desperado and they wanted yeah. to bring him in. And I love seeing him. He did a great job. Yeah. But to have him start with Depp, then bail on Depp and go to Willem Dafoe to immediately be killed off. It just seemed weird. It seemed, I I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't really get it either. It's where, it's where the first time around, I really start to get confused about what's going on. And I think it's just because of that. I think it's because Trejo's kind of the worst character at fitting into all this. Like we don't really get his motivations totally, you know? And I think you're right. I think it's because he's like the scary guy in Desperado. And so it's like, we got to bring him back to be like this big scary guy and he's going to be a threat. But then all you want to do is get him on your side because he's the big scary guy. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it. I just got lost of why he was even being killed and why he was switching. It it, it lost me a bit. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe he got killed because he was a traitor. Maybe Defoe was thinking, I can't yeah. trust this guy. He, I, he helped me out here, but I can't trust him. But it was just a bit weird because, yeah, they don't, yeah. They don't give us any information about it. Yeah. For me, it's more for uh, Mickey Rourke's character in that moment who had to kill him. Yeah. Who didn't really want to. So for me, it was a good moment for Rourke's character because I actually really like Rourke's character as well. Yeah, he's really good in the movie too. Now, in the flashbacks that we've been seeing of Carolina, each one reveals a bit more of her fate. They started slow with just a glimpse of someone being shot. Uh, Maybe it was her, maybe it wasn't. We didn't really know. Then you see that it is her who gets shot. Then you see the mariachi is also there, and he gets shot. But then eventually you also see that they had a daughter who got shot. So that is a pretty good reason for the mariachi to be out for revenge. Yeah, for sure. This is where uh, I could do without it just because he's already done, you know, the, the revenge, the shot, you know, the shot wife, the revenge thing. I didn't need it to happen. He could have just wanted revenge for some other reason, but it's, it's fine. It's okay to give him the motivation, but like some hikes so great. I don't, need her to be shot just to give him motivation um i would have rather had her kind of alongside with him in this movie but uh yeah the way it's just the way they chose to do it and she's good in the flashback scenes so that's good yeah i like it for kind of the completion of the trilogy where it starts with you know the mariachi alone walking into a town and it ends with him alone Mm -hmm. uh you know again with his guitar and then in between you have this grand adventure that's taken place. But basically when all is said and done, he's at the same place he is at the end that he was at the beginning. Maybe a little bit more heartbroken. Yeah, (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) A little more lost. So Ruben Blades and Mickey Rourke team up here. Great team up. I mean, hell yeah, I love it. It's my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It's because Rourke, like he wants out. He doesn't want to be part of the bad guys anymore. It's the best. Ruben, the first interaction between them is the best. It's like awesome. Blades just goes up to him and he's just like, he flashes him the FBI badge and Rourke's basically like, oh, thank goodness. Okay, take me in. I'm ready <laughs> <Yeah>. to go. <laughs> take me back to America. I'm ready. I'm ready to get out of here. Blades is going to press him for information and Rourke's just like, yeah, yeah. thank goodness. I'm ready to go I'll back. I'll give you whatever you need. <laughs> the guy's like, you're ready to go back and be like prosecuted in the US for yeah. all these crimes and murder and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah. He's like, will I get tried in America? He's like, yeah, and you'll like go to jail forever. And he's like, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's he's do like, it. it's just that the sounds... crimes I committed in America, <laughs> yeah. right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, yeah, that then sounds, for sure. That sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's, for sure. Let's do that. I love it. Yeah. Mickey Rourke's got that little dog with him too, which is just a, yeah, such a memorable thing. It's such a small thing in a movie, but he's such a big like mean guy. And for him to be carrying yeah. around this little puppy that he cares for so much... That's oh, fun. It's so good. The puppy goes everywhere with him, but like it seems like Willem Dafoe doesn't like the puppy because he's always hiding it. Like, oh yeah, even right at the beginning, he's like hiding it behind his back whenever he has to go talk to Willem Dafoe. So it's so funny that it's such a small dog that he can just be like, oh shit, he doesn't like my dog, and puts it just puts it behind his back while he's talking to him. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Now Willem Dafoe's character is getting a new face so that he can start a new life undetected. Now, I mean, this was obviously a complete Darkman vibe. 
going on here. Oh yeah, like they must For they sure. must have done this on purpose. I feel like they even yeah. copied a shot, right? With him with the bandages all over his face, like it looked exactly the same. It did. It really did. Yeah, with the bandages for sure. That's a pretty good plot he's got there. He he found a guy oh, yeah. with a yeah. similar bone structure of his face Yeah. who wanted to work for him. So he's like, yeah, cool. I, I just need your face. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how you can help out. That's how you can help the cause. Right. Yeah. When that guy first walked in, I was like, is that Willem Dafoe? <laughs> it like, is that Willem like Dafoe? And they just like kind of are doing something different right. with him yeah <laughs> i was like oh no it's not okay <laughs> yeah kind of weird when you're like you go to a job interview and some dude's like feeling the bone structure of your face and then it's like your face and then he's like yeah this is good this yeah. this this, this is good. the bone structure we've been looking for yeah <laughs> yeah we got something here you get the, you're hired yeah, you're hired he tells him you it's his lucky immediately defoe told him it's his lucky day yeah <laughs> oh yeah great <laughs> Yeah, your face is a match for mine. We're right. going to take it. <laughs> yeah, great. Well, it seems like things are starting to fall apart here for Depp. He's getting a bit paranoid. He thinks he's being followed. He doesn't think he's going to get the guns and the backup needed to complete this mission. And then Eva Mendez, who Depp thinks is is with him at this point, shows up with Willem Dafoe and his men and we learn that she's actually Defoe's daughter. So they take Depp, and Defoe tells him that Depp has seen too much, and Defoe has Johnny Depp's eyeballs taken out. Wow. Very wow. Now, the, go ahead. This is one of the big things I remembered oh, hell yeah. in this movie, was that Johnny Depp at some point has no eyeballs and so <laughs> when he started the movie like i didn't remember when it happened i didn't remember if he like started with no eyeballs right. or what it was i just remembered his character has no eyeballs so when the movie started and he's wearing sunglasses i'm like trying to look through them i'm like does he have eyeballs in there oh, and yeah. he definitely did um so i was like okay it's gonna happen at some point in the movie so i was waiting for this i was waiting for this scene i loved depp's character up to this point and now he just takes it to another level Th yeah. this for me is just one of the greatest movie characters out there. It's just one of my favorites. Cool. This version of him, sunglasses on, blood dripping down behind them, and then yeah. it's just dried blood on both eyes, down like triangles. He's got yeah. this black vest on, purple sports coat, looks amazing. I would buy a toy of this character yeah. in half a second. It, yeah. it, I just it'll be a super cool toy. It would be so awesome. Um, yeah. he's got a great look. Depp here probably has his best team up of the movie now, where he teams up with a young boy who was selling gum <laughs> right. earlier, and Depp paid him like I don't know, fifty hundred bucks, whatever it was, just to fuck off and leave him alone. And yeah. now he needs this boy to be his eyes. Yeah, this was great. Um, a couple of Defoe's men find Depp. They just come out. They're going for lunch, actually. Yeah. They're deciding what to do with Reuben Blades, who they have like yeah. tied to a chair. Right. And they're like, let's go eat lunch and decide. They come out and they see Johnny Depp like standing in the street, looking the way he's looking. So Depp, he starts shooting randomly. He's missing. He's missing all around <laughs> them. But he's doing it to get a reaction out of, out of them so he can hear where they are. 
So yeah. they start to laugh. He hears it, and then he shoots one of them dead. Great. And then the other guy starts walking. Depp picks up on the sound of his his footsteps and shoots him as well. Is so cool. I really like I really like how that one played out where the guy's walking and so he is able to hear where the foot is and he shoots the foot and then the guy makes a noise yeah. because obviously he got shot in the foot so he like screams and then he shoots him in the head because that's what he heard next. So I really like that foot to head uh, instead of just like hearing him walking and being able to like perfectly snipe him from there. I like that he's actually shooting exactly where he hears the noises coming from. Yep, true. It was really well done. And just like how quickly it progressed from him randomly shooting bullets looking like he's pathetic Right, to yeah. sniping these guys. Yeah. Like yeah. you said, foot head, just like that quick. It's great. Yeah. Now, Depp also got shot a couple times in the battle, though, and he's now on the ground. And the boy is watching from the side and starts to cry. It's such a sweet moment. Yeah. The boy loves his he buddy. loves him. He loves his buddy. He gave him a lot of money. Listen, those two could have their own movie, and I would love it. That would be nice. a fantastic <laughs> movie. Yeah. Now, we haven't mentioned the mariachis' uh, bandmates yet, yeah. but they got a lot more screen time in this movie, which I really appreciated. That was one of my beefs with Desperado, was that they weren't in it enough. So they were yeah. in it quite a bit here. and it's a, good, it's a good upgrade because they show up and it's supposed to be a really big thing. I think I, I even talked about in that episode, it was a little underwhelming for me, and it's because I don't know them. I don't know them at all. They just show up, right. and I don't know who they are. So I liked this. We got like storylines from both of them so that when it's time to fight at the end, I know them. I want them to succeed. I, I don't want them to get hurt. So this was a really good, uh, really good upgrade from the last one. Yep, definitely. One of his buddies is always drinking, which just led to some hilarious scenes. This one being the funniest as General Marquez is about to make his move on the president and the mariachi's there to help the president get out. His buddies are hiding in an alley and then they jump out to start shooting at Marquez's men. And the drunk guy jumps out, holding his hands out in the air like he has two guns. Then he looks at them and realizes he forgot to pull out his guns and then quickly Great. grabs and pulls out his guns. Dude, right. this was so funny watching this guy <laughs> jump out and his buddy jump out at the same time. They're right beside each other. One guy starts yeah. shooting. The other guy's just pulling his fingers in the air and nothing's happening. And it's because he forgot to grab his guns. It's it's great because you're like, what is he doing? Right, yeah, like, yeah, right totally. away, you're like, it, what's he doing? Is he doing that? On per is he just trying to be funny because he's drunk? Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, he just forgot to pull <laughs> his guns out. It's so good. That one yeah. gets me every time because I always forget about it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to forget about. It. It's a good one. Yeah. But these two guys have their classic cool guitar cases. This time, one of them is a flamethrower and the other one is a remote controlled bomb. So that's always fun. We see the mariachi is waiting in the president's suite for General Marquez. The mariachi shoots Marquez in both kneecaps. And his knees melted away like the bullets were made from acid. That was wild. That was wild. They really wild. wanted Marquez to suffer, it looked like. They wanted yeah. it to make it he, look like it hurt real bad. For sure. He even like started to get up a little bit from that. And I'm like, how could you get up from that? Your knees are now just bone. <laughs> that's all they are. That's all that's left. Yeah. And then the mariachi shoots Marquez in the head just to make sure. 
Willem Dafoe and Eva show up to find Marquez dead. Eva sees Depp out on the street, still alive. So she goes down to kill him, but he gets her first using his fake arm trick, which was another great payoff for this trick. Because again, I'm fooled in the moment. And even when it happens, I'm like, what just happened? Like, who shot who and how? And then he takes his arm off and he got her. It's great. It's a really good use because we've seen it twice now, but we've seen it in the same scenario. So we're not looking for it here. Yep. We're not expecting him to use the arm here. And he uses it to, yeah, it's 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 to perfection because I'm also not not expecting it. And when it happens, it's not even the thought, right? That's what's all, so good about it. When it happens, you're not like, oh, he's using the fake arm. You're like, how did he do it? And then you see the fake arm. Oh, it was right in front of my face. He's done this twice already. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So he falls over again. Dead or not dead, who knows? Ruben Blade shows up in the president's suite with Rourke. Rourke gets shot and killed. And the mariachi ends up killing Willem Dafoe. That all happened pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I wish Rourke didn't get shot. For sure. I was, I was really pulling for Rourke. I didn't need... He doesn't have to die. Come on, Rourke's got to make it. Rourke's got to make it through. Yeah. He probably deserved to live more than Carolina did. Yeah, <laughs> probably. He's, there's nothing. He, he shouldn't have gone. That was a tough one. No. But this boy shows up on the street with his bike, ringing his bell. Johnny Depp raises his hand. He's still alive. The mariachi's buddies get the president to safety. Um, they end up getting all the money, all the payoff money. They split it and go their separate ways. The mariachi has gotten his revenge. He's playing his guitar in the sunset, thinking about Carolina. Then we see him walking down the highway and the end. Cool. Yeah, I like this, uh, the payoff you said. It was one of the big plots and plot uh, threads in the movie was that there was going to be this money sitting somewhere and that money was to assassinate the president. And that was the payoff. Like the money was sitting somewhere to like pay the people off who were going to assassinate them. And uh, I like that they go to the money and it's, you know, it's the mariachis. And they're like, this was payment for assassination. And now it's reward for keeping you alive. Yeah. <laughs> I like that they get to keep it. I like that. The, like, he can't take it. He can't take the money. He's like, he's the president. Well, I like that they offer it to take him all the money as well. They offer to they split do, it with yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I can't take that. So I like that it goes to them. Uh, and I like that it's that they'd say that it's like reward now or whatever. Or it's payment now to them to protect for protection. Uh, it's just a, a fun twist on it. Yeah. And they were always like, <laughs> they're always about the money too, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. They did yeah. another job earlier and barely got paid anything. Or they were they yeah. were playing they were playing music for the president. Yeah. And yeah. they got paid like they got paid shit. And one of them was just like, what the hell is this? This is what we got paid for playing for the president. Right. And uh, <laughs> yeah. the mariachi was like, you know, this was an honor. Like we did this as an honor, not for money. And the guy's yeah. like, what are we supposed to buy with this? Can't, <laughs> can't do anything with this. So I like that they got their money in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, I like that their guitar cases were just like stuffed with money was sticking oh, out yeah, the sides as the they wind. were walking yeah, away. It's flying around. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, I'm glad Depp's character lived. Yeah. Would have been very easy to kill him off, but uh, they didn't. Uh, yeah. That's a fun movie. Yeah. It's it's really fun. Yeah. A lot of people died in the movie. <laughs> um, 
And then, yeah, death one that survives that you might not expect because so many people died in the movie. But uh, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's a really fun one. Lots of characters, lots of things going on, lots of great action, lots of fun scenes. Um, yeah, it's a, it was a really fun time for sure. Yep, I'll definitely be watching that one again. Yeah. It's, uh, that's one I'll just kind of like keep going back to from time to time. Yep, I'll be I'll I'll watch through the whole franchise now instead of uh, I mean I used to before this podcast him just be a desperado I, I hadn't seen either I hadn't right. well I'd seen I hadn't seen one I hadn't seen El Mariachi I'd seen this this one just in theaters now I'll be one who watches them all um, together Yeah, this would be a good trilogy to watch you know all in a row yep. because it's similar but different and uh, it has a good kind of thread going through all of them so uh, that's i'd recommend doing it that way that's a good call yeah man you get to see the evolution like the next one just builds on the next like they just get bigger and bigger and bigger yeah exactly all right that was fun uh everybody listening if you'd like to help support us here at talking back there's a few ways you can do that you could Start by telling your friends about us. Share one of your favorite episodes. Let them know about Talking Back. You can leave us a review and rate us on your favorite podcast app. You can leave a one-time donation at buymeacoffee.com, or you can sign up to be a patron at patreon.com slash talkingbackpodcast. And now that this episode's over, don't worry. Head on over to bfopnetwork.com and check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something you like, or Dean will pull his eyes out. I won't do it, Tim. I'm not doing that. You're not doing that. You better find something over there that you like, listeners. I do not want to do that one. Dean will trade his face with someone okay. with a similar <laughs> I'll do the, bone I'll do structure. The face off. <laughs> yeah. Send in your resumes if you think you have the same bone structure. Send in your headshots. <laughs> right your headshots right all right dean thanks for joining yeah thanks tim thanks everybody for listening and we'll catch you next time hello everybody i'm adam i'm john and every week we are giving you a blast from our past we are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns tv show reviews album reviews top tens and more all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. However you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. 